When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to wet your 9. whistle and 1. start 9. the show. 9.1. Don. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking Real Money. The scored a 9.1 with Ooh. the judges. A Ooh. 9.1. That's a new record. Uh, the uh, only the Russian judge gave us 1. low 9. marks. 1.9. Yeah, 1.9. 9. 9. But everybody trouble. else, you know, 10s. And uh, wow, Russian judge, nine point isn't it always the Russian judge? It's pretty much, yeah. And in this case, clearly the Russian judge, yes, yeah. So, um, we're gonna go ahead though, in a great mood, we're gonna try because <laughs> I'm telling you, it's really hard to have a great mood when life is falling apart around you, yeah. No kidding. Although, 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 I want to add just uh, an update for all of our listeners who's been following the personal saga of my life. Uh, and my brother's passing, uh, good thing came of it. And as a matter of fact, as we are recording this, that good thing is happening right now. Uh, it turns out, even though he's in his sixties, the, uh, he, ha- he was an organ donor and, uh, they had him in the system. They sent somebody out. They, all the doctors, they tested all of his stuff. He is in his death probably going to save the life of four to six people and, um, and bring some people back their sight and some skin and lots of blessing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so something it's so great. I'm really now the more I think about organ donation, it's like, I don't need those pieces, uh, cremated or stuck in the ground. I I just, but somebody else, desperately needs those pieces indeed and so this is not a psa well okay yeah it, it is, is a psa sure, why not sign for up organ donation i think for you're right yeah. heaven's sake it was a tragedy at least has a silver lining so i want to thank all those people who helped with that they're doing it right now good all right. Welcome to Talking Real Money. <laughs> I am Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock. We are your guides through this hazy, crazy, daisy, lazy, lazy summer of money. And actually, life of money. Money is there. It's all the time. You got to deal with it. We really, really, really want to help you do that. And we're going to do that despite the gigantic lawnmower going outside and actually making it through my soundproof walls. That's his mine. Okay. I was looking out for the leaf blowers, but they're not there. In Florida, it's just, you, you, the lawns here get mowed like every other day. (laughs) No, every day outside my house, there's a yard crew going. We're not hearing it just for the record. Oh, you're not? Okay. And my ears are pretty sensitive. So yeah. All right. It's very low frequency. I may be able to get that out in post. So today we want to talk about something that we don't talk about very often. And that is scams, swindles, ripoffs, people taking advantage of you from the mundane, those daily nonstop scam texts and phone calls 
to the more sophisticated and every, it just seems like everywhere you turn, somebody is ripping somebody off. As a matter of fact, online, just the, the phone and text scams now. How much? In, in 2021, $5.8 billion stolen through telephone and text scams through, uh, that's a 70% increase from 2020. Well, it was a pandemic in 2020, and maybe they took some time off to take care of themselves. I, well, you know, it's certainly a, a job you can do from home. Yeah, that's true. You know, you can work but, from home. But you're getting the money from the government. Why do you want to work? We're going to talk a little bit about these phone calls, but also there are <sighs> everything out there feels like a scam, actually, right now. Even cryptocurrency, it all feels like a scam, <laughs> Tom. Oh. Well, okay. And the reason that I wanted to raise this is one of my favorite issues. And you know, I still actually read a hard copy magazine of Bloomberg Business Week, which I think is the best business publication available, which is, I agree. For those of you who can remember Business Week, the magazine, mm-hmm. and then Bloomberg, they got together, I don't know, five, six years ago. It's one well, publication. Bloomberg Fantastic. bought them. Yeah. Okay. However, it all worked out, but it's great. And worked this out is their, for you. You like it. Yeah, I do. I honestly, Friday, a Saturday afternoon after the show, I always hope this is in the uh, in the mailbox. And you know what's great about Business Week, the the new Business Week, the Bloom. It's irreverent a little bit. It's yeah, they it is. really a little bit of that. Uh, their design work is different. Their writing style is different. It's the not, art is fantastic. It's not boringly no no written. No, really, ri- th- these are stories written about people in business, not about business per se. And this issue is my favorite issue. This is a special double issue, Don, called... Ooh, twice as much. The heist issue. I mean, what a name, right? I mean, but and it's got everything from fake deaths and L.A. crime. But the one I found most interesting, and I, I highly recommend... It's just interesting read. It has nothing to do with you getting smarter, but it 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 does have everything to do with seeing. Well, if you where learn about are. scams, you're going to yeah. get smarter. Yeah, you should. But the one I found the most interesting was a, a guy named the Lottery Lawyer, a fellow named Jay Curland. So he developed a reputation that if you won the lottery, you came to him because he knew how to take care of your money, and I mean take care of, uh, you know how to pay the least amount of taxes, how mm-hmm. to set you up for the future, how to invest that money properly so that your family will never have to worry again because they shouldn't worry again when you hear some of these amounts, $92 million in like real money. Um, and it Kinda turns like out- the name of our show. They're talking real money. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that, uh, well, Mr. Curland and his associates, Francis Frank Smuckler, Francesco Frank Russo, and Christopher C. Chirio- Chio? I don't. I. You know what? Chirio? You're not really good at pronouncing Italian no, names. I'm not doing very well there. But um, they but were they involved do sound like in mobsters, don't they? Yeah, a little bit. And one of them did have mob connections. It, it turned out it was a hundred million dollar plus scam. Uh-huh. They were in. They were getting kickbacks. They were outright stealing, and they were also investing in shark loans, where they were saying, "Oh yeah, we make you an easy 30 percent a month." And uh, you read that and think, well, wait a minute, the people that won the lottery, the people that won the lottery, they did not read Don McDonald's book. They do not listen to this podcast. They do not study money. They are trusting people that heard that Mr. Kurland, by the way, who's the only of the four who is not pled guilty as yet. I checked it again today because everybody else said, yeah, we did. (laughs) We'll take our lumps. 
He's still going to fight it. Uh, they trusted him. They walked in the door and said, here's all this money. What, you know, take care of it. And I read it and I still, it still amazes me to this day that the number one thing that you could to protect yourself, Don, we've talked about this, not as much lately as we used to. The same thing that would have protected you uh, from uh, the largest Ponzi scheme in history, but with run by a guy named Bernie, is called custody. Mm-hmm. Custody of your money. They act in this case. They actually gave the money to Mister Kerland, who put it in his own account and then went out and did whatever he wanted with it. Right? You should only custodian your money in a major custody. Pardon me, your money in a with a major custodian. You know, like, oh, I don't know. You may have heard of Charles Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard or you know, I, people but you like know, that. Tom, this points something. It really points to some uh, an inherent issue in all of these scams, and it's the issue of trust. These people who do this, and we talk about this with folks who are doing legal work, but we just don't like the quality of the work they do with your money. They're so nice. These people are always nice. I don't think there has ever been a con artist who wasn't convincing. Yeah, he was very smooth. They yeah, very they smooth. are smooth. Yeah, and look nice, fancy suits, etc. And smooth. the problem is we tend to, when somebody's nice and smooth and well-dressed and well-spoken and or the, the, the thing tugs at our heartstrings, we tend to suspend disbelief. And one of the things that will protect you more than anything else, the custody thing, notwithstanding, the thing that's going to help you the most is a massive dose of perpetual skepticism. Which know, sounds like a apply. miserable way to live. No, but you got to. And remember, this is a one-time event when you win the lottery. I mean, or well, any one, large amount it's of It's a zero-time event yeah. for me. And so, but custody is number one for me. Number two is and David Booth pointed this out in a recent article, anytime anyone promises you high returns, you should terminate the call, or in his case, he said, terminate the Zoom call. And d- no one should promise you high returns because no one can promise high returns. No one can achieve higher than av- market average returns over a long period of time. And I'm reading- They may be able to do it over a short period yep. of time. I'm reading a book right now called More Money Than God that I'm loving. It's the history of the hedge fund industry. And some of these guys made huge, great bets. And then guess what? They made huge, awful bets and lost almost everything they had. And these are the smartest of the smart. Don't ever get taken in by someone who promises high returns. And these guys did. It's like that woman that apparently I have a grudge against because of something I can't remember. I blocked out Uh, that woman. What's her name? Kathy Wood. Yes. Um, You know, she she did really well for a while. Yeah, she did. She did. And she didn't. And in this case, here's another one. Not a scam though, Kathy. No, not a scam. She's not taking the money. And in this case, these guys were not in the business of managing money. They might have been in the business of writing legal agreements. It's hard, a little hard to tell from the article what legal work was actually done. A lot of illegal work was done, but not much legal. But again, we've talked about this ad nauseum. We, people still call me because somebody just called me the other day and said, hey, my money's at UBS. Is that 100% fiduciary? No. No. It might be treated with your best interest in mind. It might not because they're duly registered fiduciary and broker dealer, but I would only, because just for reasons of protection, only work with a 100% fiduciary period, never work with anybody else because the possibility exists 
that you may end up with the short end of the stick and they may end up with $107 million of your and others' money, sadly. And and on a smaller scale, I want to get back to these phone scams. Yeah. Because apparently as obvious, and they're text scams too, as obvious as they seem to be to me, they're not to others. Give you a great example. This is from an article uh, just today in the Washington Post. A woman who is the director of risk intelligence at a risk assessment company. <laughs> yes. Her father has two engineering master's degrees. This is this is not a dumb family. Yep. yep. This woman gets a call from her mother saying, "Hey, you're, I'm concerned. Your dad just went out to Target." and bought $6,000 in gift cards for a guy on the phone who claimed to be their grandson, oh, and Lord. he needed it to b- pay his bail. Excuse me? Yeah, pay his bail. Well, okay, first off. Mm, unpack that one, would you please? I'm going, well, how, do you, how do you not know it, who your grandson is? And maybe you should check. Hold on. Let me call my grandson. I'll be right. No, he's in jail. He can't take a call. Okay. Uh, But the other, he can't, he, 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 without checking, he handed the card numbers over to the scammer. He read them out over the phone. That's why they use gift cards. Yep. Because you can read the number out over the phone and then they resell that number online. For, By the way, if you think you're getting a really great deal on a gift card, like you get a $500 gift card for only $150. Guess why? It's probably stolen. Yeah. Uh, but these fo- it, you, smart people are falling for these terrible deals. It's not like this is a huge loss, but it's 6000 of somebody's hard-earned dough. Yeah. And the rate at which these occur is astonishing. There are, on average in the United States, per phone, like my little iPhone here, on average, every month, we get 42 spam texts and 28 spam calls a month. Is it that many? Some of them I take because I like playing with them a little bit, but. Oh, me too. And that's kind of fun. But the problem is there are Far too many people, because when we're talking, when you're talking a hundred dollars for it, some of these scammers will get you for like three hundred dollars. You know, yeah. they don't, they don't, they're trying, they're not big time. They're nope. And, and we're talking five point eight billion dollars in little tiny dribs and drabs. That tells you there are an awful lot of people succumbing to these things. And they're and that's calling why, from some remote place, and you'll never see the money again. And, and that's why it's so important to be totally skeptical. Absolutely, even to the point of of making a mistake on the other on the opposite side, I can t- promise you that the IRS is not going to put you in jail for hanging up on their agents. They will not. I guarantee you, they will not. There will be no FBI agent sitting outside your door if you hang up on an IRS agent. It's a funny you, thought, though. Actually. You have to communicate with them through their website. If your bank calls you, well, then hang up and on your credit card or your bank statement, call your bank. If somebody says they've been arrested and they're your grandchild, well, there are a couple things you can do. Hang up 
and try to call your grandchild just to make sure it's them. Or, on the other hand, ask for the name of the jail in which they're incarcerated and say, okay, hang on, I'll call you, uh, uh, I'll call you right back. I'm going to call the jail directly. I'll talk to you that way. Can you call somebody in jail? I didn't know. I don't know, but you tell them you can. You can leave a message. Please leave a message for the prisoner you want to speak with. Prisoner 1119. But these things, they're getting away with murder. And what happens is it actually impacts people who aren't even ripped off. They found that that we're, we're anxious now about phone calls. We're anxious about text messages. So the only way to stop this is if people start hanging up on all of these guys. Well, then there's a cost societally, right? I mean, yeah. a, it, it adds to the cost of things. It adds to the 9.1, my friend. To the, oh, Tom's favorite note. Tell him what the 9.1 is. That is the what uh, inflation in the month of what, June? I'd have to go back and see it. I'd, yes, that was for the month of June. Yeah, Very okay. good. No, yeah. you got that right. Yeah, it's unpleasant. So it, let's just put it that way. Uh, it's totally unpleasant. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's not going to be... Very good for um, for the for the economy in the short run, but that's what happens. All right, here we go, uh, Tom. We got yes. a question before Please. we leave this podcast. This one, uh, once again, is in response to things we've discussed in the past. I'm sure. trying to just take them in order, the order in which they're received. And uh, this one uh, is from. Is that the same guy? Oh, no, I'm not even going to read that. That's the same darn guy. Which, okay. The guy, um, the crypto guy in Denver. No, we're not doing any more crypto. I'm not doing that. I'm criticism. not doing No that. more crypto criticisms. All right, we're going to do this one. Let's see. This is from, oh, God, no. This is somebody trying to pitch me something. See, I... <laughs> You're getting this live unfiltered, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't already know. <laughs> Shockingly. Oh, this one's nice. Hey, you're gonna like this one because okay. it's short. All right. Bring I'm it 64. On. Yeah. What Sounds about familiar. doing a reverse mortgage and drawing from my 401k at 65, waiting later to do my SSI? I own two homes with lots of equity. Yeah, so the reverse mortgage thing we're looking more into because I'm still the here's the challenge. What is that going to cost you? Mm-hmm. Because I read a piece in the Seattle Times recently where a 74-year-old woman who has about a million dollars in equity in her home, but wanted to spend a little bit more, do some other things, and she was going to take out a HELOC, and she was going to build a small, what's the name of the, what's the, they, you build another house behind your house. Anyway, uh, there's a name for it, but Dadu a, or Dado or whatever it is. Anyway, it has a name. It has a name. So she was going to do that and then be a, and they asked a financial advisor and he said, nah, it's a bad idea, which, and I agreed with him there, but he never brought up reverse mortgage because for some people, it may very well make sense to have a, to, 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 to get, get some equity. It, the amount you can get is less than you used to be able to get. The costs are lower. I'm still looking at the well, exact cost. And That's I, the point. I actually, I just pulled them up. Oh, because there's uh, a there's a setup cost, and then there's yeah, the cost of the money. Yeah, and here's the new deal. Here's the new the newer deal. There there are origination fees on the loan. They those cannot exceed six thousand uh, dollars. There are all the typical real estate closing costs like appraisal, title, all those yep. things, recording fees, sure. 
Uh, and then you have to have a mortgage, pay a mortgage insurance premium. They put mortgage insurance on these mortgages. This is what protects the lender in the cases where these things can go down in value. So what you have is you have your interest. And that's going to depend on the market at the time. Right now, that interest rate is probably going to be in the 5% range, 5 to 6 Then you have ongoing servicing fees. You have to pay because, see, the lenders aren't making money off of your money like they would be the other way. So you've got to pay for the costs of account statements and distribution of loan proceeds and things like that. Then on top of that, you have a 0.5% mortgage insurance premium. So if you get a 6% mortgage, you're going to add a half a percent to that, and then you're going to get some nickel and dime fees along the way. But isn't there an origination fee at the beginning of there all is, this? There is, and that origination fee can be no more than $6,000 now. Oh, and it doesn't matter the size of the loan? Nope, that's the maximum wow. it can be. Okay, well. So, uh, and that's from the government, by the way. That's from the Consumer uh, Financial Protection Bureau. So, from the government's mouth. And I know some of you don't like the government, but pretty sure they're telling the truth in this case. So there you have it. All right. Well, so it might make sense then, because again, yeah. that's equity. And again, you can get it comes to. down. Do the math. Do the math. You know, if 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 six thousand, you got to spread that six thousand cost out over that period of time, and then the cost of the money is that paying, you're going to be paying interest out of the proceeds of your house. Even though you're not paying it personally, it's reducing the equity that's left in that house for somebody in the future, you or someone else. So is it worth it? Do the math. Thanks for being a part of this edition of Talking Real Money, the podcast. Um, We appreciate you being there. We hope you'll tell friends, share it on your social media. Uh, ring our bell. No, wait, that's, that's videos. Um, shake our tree. Our money tree. Our money tree. Shaking the tree. Uh, and also if you need some real serious highfalutin help from a real live fiduciary financial advice in person. This we found heading, a few of them the there at South soon. Yeah. Well, we got one in Atlanta. All right. We got one in Hotlanta. That's true. Uh, we got some advisors around the country now, thanks to the fact that we're uh, we're part of Appella Wealth. Vestry by Appella. I think almost so, the uh, entire country is covered, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm, little holes here and there, but we'll fill those gaps with phone calls. So if you want to speak with one of our advisors, you won't be sold anything. There's no high-pressure sales pitch. You will get some help. You can ask pretty much about anything you want that has to do with money. And it's free. Just go to Talking Real. No, you don't. You go to Vestry.com to set up the appointment. Vestry. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y. Look how well-trained you are. Anything else you want to add? No, that is absolutely every single thing you need to know as of today. This is nice. I just got a note from my sister. Now my sole sibling. That's really weird to say. I imagine. Um, The hospital is, I didn't didn't know they did this. The family is going to be there. All the people who are in New York. And they're going to do what is called an honor walk. You ever hear that? Yes, I have heard of that. The whole staff comes out. Yeah, right. And as they take him to the OR. Yeah, that's cool. Wow, that's really nice. Okay. 
Thanks for being a part of the program. We really appreciate you. We're so glad you're there. We're we're uh, we're glad you've spent a long time with us, many years, and we hope you will continue to do so. I'm Don. That's Tom. We hang out talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?